This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tell go call. go on and tell more about the yeah. the story of behind this. So you okay. you had you were you were in a class and then you've got some you've got some okay. uh, some some um homework. Can you grab the homework and show us the oh. different type of stuff that they give, gave yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Don't don't even Okay. So I'll start with this blue paper right here. Hmm. See? Want to see on that? Um yeah. up here. Can I get a close up of it? Yeah. Okay. What is this? This is what I wrote. Okay. I did not fill out that stuff up there because it's uh -huh. all about the the faith and the four noble truths of their Hinduism crap. Instead of putting their religion and their crap, I decided, okay, well, you know what? Instead of meditating on, on, on yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of med meditating on some stupid false idol demon god, mm -hmm. I'm meditating. This is a Bible believing Christian meditating on the true word of God, the King James Bible. And this is a graded assignment yes, that they're forcing you to do. This, the, we yeah. just want to know that this is a graded assignment that they're forcing you to do in yes. a comparative uh, studies between the religions. But um, and, what? and specifically against Christianity, comparing yeah. those religions yeah. to Christianity. To Christianity, yeah. yeah, exactly. And the similarities and, and the differences. Yeah, yeah. So they're really causing kids to, to think of the, the similarities and right here. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. Have you ever heard the term from your parents, what are they teaching you in school? What you're going to learn this evening takes it to a whole nother level of what is actually happening in the schools in America. The first thing I want to start off with is this. If you do not think that the communists has taken over this school system, then you are blind as a bat. There's so much out there and so much rage from the parents that if you don't understand what's happening, then you are living in a unbelievable virtual reality instead of the world that we live in today. I'm going to read you an article, well, part of the article, from an individual named Zach strong he has a blog called the american citadel and you need to visit that blog this young man gets it and this what he is talking about 
public schools, communist training centers. Every honest person will admit that secular knowledge without morals to restrain it with proper, respectful, civilian bounds is a very dangerous thing. Secular learning without moral training creates spiritual confusion and makes people cunning, disorderly, and prideful. Do you think this is happening? Of course it is. I contend that the greatest tool of destruction in Satan's modern arsenal is the public school system. This is so because under the corrupt laws and statutes of the nation, public schools have evicted God from their premises. Public schools have entirely included or excluded moral instruction from their curricula. And government forces parents to send their children to these godless institutions to be force-fed collectivism and humanitism. Humanitism. If you don't know what that is, you need to check it out. So in California, yeah, the great state of California, And this is from the Epic Times. California schools phase out D and F grades from high school students. As a high school student transitions out of distance learning imposed by the pandemic restrictions, here we go again, got some kind of excuse using the the pandemic to change everything. Several California districts are dropping the use of D's and F grades in an attempt to re-engage students in school and boost entry into state public colleges. The more people they get into the colleges, the more indoctrinated in socialism and communism that they will be able to provide. The Los Angeles Unified, Oakland Unified, Sacramento City Unified, and San Diego Unified are among the districts phasing out D's and F grades for high school students. If a student fails a test or doesn't finish their homework, they will be given another chance to retake the test or receive an extension on submitting an assignment. Look, this is just the beginning. They want to eliminate testing in the school system because they think every student, according to their equity, is equal. And we know that's not true. Every human being created has talents and abilities. And going through school, we recognize those individuals that have above average, average, or below average abilities. 
And our system was originally designed to where if you got a D or an F, it recognized that you were below average. And the schools did what they could to work with their students, even if it mean putting them back in the grade again so they can re reunite themselves and what they failed to learn. But instead, they're going to eliminate the D's and the F's and not even count them. They want to they want to call it an I, call it an incomplete, because the D's and the F's on the report cards is now is what's preventing these students from going to college. Do you get that? They don't care if you have the capability to go to college. All they care about is do you breathe air and can you come into the college? That's what it's all about. In Virginia, they're going to drop the advanced math courses before the 11th grade, citing, again, equality. When I was going to school, there was students that were way above the rest of us mediocre people, and they took advanced placement courses even before high school because this is what was needed to keep them from getting bored and not only that, to progress in their abilities. I didn't look at it as a, you know, a bad thing on, on me. I looked at it as, you know, they just, they were smarter than I was. So Virginia has decided that the advanced math courses will be gone which means every student will have the same math course and all these bright students in math will no longer have the ability to challenge themselves. And instead of individuals dropping out of school because of their inability to do it, they're going to drop out of school because of their abilities. The Virginia Department of Education is seeking to eliminate its accelerated math programs below the 11th grade, citing equality. One of the catalysts for its change to the mathematics curriculum. As currently planned, this initiative will eliminate all math acceleration prior to the 11th grade. Staff of the Virginia Mathematics Pathway Institute listed equality in math education as one of the reasons they are initiating this change. And this is what they say. Many children can and are finding success in structures that exist in our schools. However, we must consider changes to support improving the learning opportunities for all students. Do you get that? They want everybody to be the same. All students. So they're going to take those individuals that unfortunately 
are not good at math, and those individuals that are great at math, they're going to put them in the same place, and they're going to try to increase the math skills of somebody that is lesser in math and decrease the math skills in somebody that is great in math so that everybody comes out equal, equality. Remember that? There is a country called China that does that on a regular basis because no longer are the parents or the student responsible for their education and working hard to progress in life. Now the schools are going to determine how you end up in life exactly what they do in China. When we get back from the break, I'm going to explain it in detail. You're not going to want to miss the rest of this podcast. If we don't do something in this country to change and grab a hold of this education system and say, ain't going to happen. It's time the government gets the hell out of our education system. And if they won't, then stop sending your kids to public education. When enough kids are not showing up in class, then the budget will decrease and then the education system will change. I want you to listen to this principal and vice principal in Sunrise Park Middle School in California, of course, talking about their grading system that they want to put in place. Hi, everybody. Christina Pierre, principal at Sunrise. 
Hello, everybody. Norman Bell, Associate Principal here at Sunrise. We're going to share information today with you about grades. So our whole intent is to ensure that grades focus on the process of learning. This is what we want our middle school students to learn and understand. We want them to become good learners. Grades show what the student knows in relation to the learning targets. So we're only going to include in grades exactly what the student knows based on what we want them to learn. Therefore, grades will not include behaviors, attitude, tardiness to class, whether the assignment was turned on later on time. Um, there's other ways that we can communicate those things to parents. And, and so they're not going to be included in grades. We recognize that this is really increasing the rigor of grades. We're insisting that students make sure that they learn the material. Students are encouraged to retake, revise quizzes, papers, projects. We really want to encourage our students to take part of the retakes. We really want to push that, that piece. It's really important that students do take advantage of those retakes. Yeah, and we realize that and not every kid gets it the first time. Some students learn, need more time to learn something than others. Um, so we are giving them that 10-day window for revisions and retakes. Uh, we, we don't want it to go much longer than that because we know that also students tend to put things off to the last minute and it doesn't serve them well if everything gets put off to the end of the grading period. So there is that 10-day window and then teachers will have a process for retakes and revisions. We don't want a student to just go retake a test that they just did poorly on. We want them to take some time to make sure that they actually learn the material before they go into the retake and that's what the teacher will lay out for students and parents. Here's our grading scale. Remember, each uh, grading scale is a 10 percentage, or each grading scale has a 10 percent of grading points. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and then the other thing that you probably notice is that we're not using anything under 50 percent. And so, I'll explain a little bit more on the next slide. So here's a question for you, and it's not a trick question. I want you to think about a situation where a student has three tests as their grade. Uh, one is a B, one is a C, and one the student hasn't taken yet. Maybe they were absent and they just weren't able to take the test. So what should their average be? How should that average out? If you're thinking, yeah, that student should probably have about a D as their grade, I think that you're probably correct. And so let's look at that on a number scale, all right? And so knowing that each grade band represents about 10 percentage points, but anything below a 60 is not, uh, not passing, we have the I as the typical zero. What score has the most influence? Well, clearly you can see that that I being so far away when you average those grades is really gonna have a lot of influence on the overall grade. So you're going to have students that get an I instead of an F, and it's not going to impact the grade necessary to prove that you actually learned the knowledge, and they're going to go to college. And unless the colleges brings down the standards, they won't be able to handle college. But this is what's going to happen. 
because the communists don't care what you learn. What they care about is that the government is in charge of the education system. So everybody's going to get to go to college for free if they pass a simple breathing on the mirror test. Are you breathing? Yes. Come into college. So here's another one from the Boston public school system. Suspends all AP classes, citing concerns over equality. In the old days, the fight was to ensure that advanced placement classes in schools were open to all comers, regardless of academic achievement. The goal of the plan? Question mark. Equality. The assurance that every student had the same chance for a bite at the apple. And that's the truth. You could take advanced placements if you can prove that you can get into these classes. If not, you didn't have the knowledge, the ability, whatever it is. From the vantage point of today's newly enlightened left, that goal seems naive. Social justice crusaders are no longer content with a guarantee of opportunity. Now they want a guarantee of outcome. In short, equality. Guarantee outcome. That's what communists do. With an eye towards achieving this elusive goal, the Boston Public Schools Superintendent Brenda Casualis has announced that the district would no longer offer its advanced work classes to any new student next year. In the past, the program was geared towards high-performing 4th, 5th, and 6th graders. So these high-performing kids are going to have to sit in these mundane, drawn-down classes where their brains are not being challenged and guess what? No more Einsteins are going to be created in America. So I'm going to throw a quote in here so you can understand what the communists are actually doing. This is direct quote from Nikita Khrushchev, 1959. Some of us know who that person was. He was the czar or the president or whatever you want to call it of Russia during that time. And this is what he said. Your children's children will live under communism. Talking about America. You Americans are so gullible. No, you won't accept communism outright, but we'll keep feeding you small doses of socialism until you finally wake up and find that you already have communism. We won't fight you. We'll weaken your economy until you fail like overripe fruit in our hands. Is this happening today? It has been and will continue to happen until America wakes up, including the politicians, including the states, 
and say enough is enough. We're going to stop this communism. What I don't understand is as a military Marine retired 20 years in service. This country has fought communism across the globe. Why can we not fight it in our own country today? That's what blows my mind more than anything else that is going on in our country. Why can we not stand up and defeat communism now in this country? If anyone can explain that to me, I'm all ears. Now let's go to the Chinese. Let's go to what's happening in China. So maybe at the end of this podcast, you'll have an idea of how these people think and what is actually happening. This is from the Washington Examiner. January 22nd of 2018 by Brendan Prinkham. Communist propaganda has infiltrated more than 100 U.S. colleges posing as a Chinese language institute. Over the past few decades, colleges have acquired an unfortunate yet accurate reputation of promoting anti-American values from squashing campus free speech rights to condemning Americans' actions and policies. Many college administrators and professors have painted an ugly portrait of Americanism to impress students while heralding the superior values of the societies. It appears the Chinese government is joining forces with college leaders and distributing this effort. And that's true in the colleges. And Trump tried to stop this. He outlawed these people that were doing this in our colleges. But they're right back doing it again. According to Politico, China is quietly infiltrating our colleges and sprinkling in communist propaganda through a program called Confucius Institute. And those of us that remember Trump talking about this and basically banning this from happening in colleges, we see the light. But I guarantee you it's stronger than ever before in just this last 10 10, 11 months of Biden being president. College administrators like to deny or overlook the program's sinister movements or motives, arguing that it helps students become global citizens. You understand that? The colleges are trying to train global citizens. New world order. Into that conversation. So let's just let China in and let them change our education system to be like theirs. So what is their system? This is from asiasociety.org. It's G-A-O-K-A-O. Gaoko is what it's called. 
Chinese education system is the oldest in the world. Yeah, whatever. One of the longest legacies of the imperial education tradition is the infamous Gaoko or the National College Interest Examination, which is the sole determining factor of a student's eligibility to enroll in university. Again, China. Every year on June 7th and 8th, 9 million students take a Guoco. In the U.S., there are multiple elements in a student's college application, including the transcript, personal essay, SAT, ACT scores, and recommend letters, you know, to check their moral value. In China, a student's score on the Gaoko is the only factor that determines their eligibility to enroll in the university. The higher the score, the more prestige the university they can attend. This might sound extremely stressful and intimidating indeed for most Chinese secondary school students. Daoko is the accumulation of their past 12 years of school. Prior to taking the exam, students must choose between humanities track and science track. So you can see, even in college, they're separating the students. They do this at elementary school. They already know. It says, nope, you're not going to college, so you're going to go retread tires. They do that throughout the education system in China. The government determines determines what your student, what your child will become, not you, not them, the government. This decision is usually made in a student's first year of high school, and it determines which subject they will be tested on in the Gaoko, in addition to the three mandatory subjects of Chinese, math, and foreign language. The Gaoko is administered only once a year, making it one of the highest pressure examinations in the entire world. Those who don't perform well on this high-stake exam end up with few options. Many will spend the following year studying in preparation to retake the exam. We've heard that before. While others choose to find low-level jobs and out and opt out of higher education altogether. If they opt out of higher education in Japan, I'm sorry, China, then they're going to retread tires. They're going to go put together Nike shoes. That's how simple this is. They're separating based upon the requirements of the government. Are, are we ready for this? Are we actually ready for what's happening? Ne nevertheless, in a country that prizes education, success, or failure, on the Gaioko is viewed as the greatest determining factor of how a person will live the rest of their life. I don't know about you, but when my grandkids start school, if this country develops an education system where the education system determines what they're going to be, I'm going to fight 
to no end. Because this is absolutely insane. In China, the education system, all the education system, including the colleges, are run by the government. And only they determine who is good enough to go to college and to become the next Einstein of the world. Thank you so much for listening. Pass on the podcast. Many people don't get this information because I do the research so they don't have to. Get the word out. Let them know what's happening in our school system and how they need to be informed so that we as American patriots, and take our country back. This is The Gunny, out.